Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 203, your place for the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you. And my special guest, Chris Sears from the Chris Sears Group. Welcome, Chris. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you, Mark. Hey, glad to have you on, man. And uh, congratulations on all your success uh, with uh, JPAR and, and everything going on uh, in your business. Thank you very much. Uh, and to you as well. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about, give us a little history. What brought you to where you are today? Oh, goodness. Uh, so the very first thing I'll, I'll tell you is, uh, you know, I've been doing this 25 years and my partner and my wife has been doing it 21. And uh, the two of us uh, started out as agents and as as each of us grew, uh, we, we grew teams and, and then I ran brokerages and, um, you know, I really saw the brokerage model shifting over the past 10 years or so. And uh, there's all these people that are trying to circumvent agents and, and go after the consumer directly. And it seemed like the agent business was under attack. And, uh, and so I really started trying to figure out how to give the agents the tools necessary to not only keep up, but to thrive in the shift of, of our industry. And when I looked around, um, you know, I, I pretty much knew all of the models and really tried to dive into what their, each of their visions were and then their leadership's visions were over time. And I didn't really see anything that was just phenomenal for a real estate agent. I saw stuff that was good for brokerages, good for owners, good for the parent company, mm -hmm. uh, but nothing that was really good to empower a real estate agent. And then I saw JPAR. And uh, so Jen and I talked a lot about what it would look like to be a part of uh, an organization that empowered agents the way JPAR was doing. And uh, we were just blown away. Oh. And so we jumped on and, um, and uh, two years ago, basically started out here in Houston, uh, brought JPAR um, from there to where it is today in Houston. And just am loving it right now. So yeah. that's, that's what brings us here. Well, and it all starts with really empowering the agent. And when the agent's empowered, everything else flows, right? Absolutely. Because the agent is a frontline servant to the consumer. Right. And, you know, if, if anybody has a problem with that word servant, then they've got a problem, they misalignment somewhere because that's the most valuable uh, place you can be is serving others. So, um, when they're the frontline uh, servant to the consumer, they're the frontline leader that's going to lead that consumer through a very tough transaction, a tough position in their life, according to the consumer. And, uh, and we need to empower them to do that well. Uh, and when we do, we're all succeeding. Well, and depending on how you look at it, there's 120 steps from contract to close and navigating that is amazing. But I, I I'm glad you used the word servant, because when I think of Chris Sears, I think of servant leader. And you said frontline servant. And so servant leadership must be part of your culture, part of who you are. T tell us about that. Well, it's everything. I mean, so when you when you're able to serve others well in the moment, what you're really doing is you're being somebody who is a bridge between the problem and the solution. You're being somebody who is uh, guiding somebody down a path of solution orientation. 
And when you do that, you create gratitude in the lives of others. And gratitude uh, is a motivator to to bring uh, reciprocity back to that that person who's serving. Uh, and so we talk all the time, like about value in the marketplace, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if we if we apply it to business. Uh, we, we can use terms, you don't hear a whole ton about being a servant in business, but you hear a whole ton about bringing value to the marketplace or value to the consumer or being a valuable company or what is your value? What is your market value? This, that, or the other. Well, value and servitude are connected whole, wholly, completely, mm. because what somebody values in any given moment, they're willing to pay for. And when you come along and you're willing to serve them in the very areas that, that they value the most in any given moment, then you can put yourself in the position of being the highest paid person in their life. Uh, and so a lot of times I, I focus on this um, concept of servant leadership in uh, training our agents to um, articulate their value proposition to the consumer um and differentiate themselves from the competition a lot of times value has become a throwaway um kind of phrase right you know i want to be valuable in the marketplace well that's kind of a throwaway thing like saying how are you people don't really want to hear how you are they're just saying how are you um but when you flip the script and you really start to understand that it's not just a phrase that it, there's meaning behind it and that you give get to give life to that meaning. Now you really start to uh, put uh, uh, teeth to that value. And so that's huge for us. If we can learn to utilize the tools necessary to be as valuable as possible by alleviating the pain points for our clients, now we're talking what true servant leadership is all about. And so we have to do that by putting ourselves aside in the moment and focusing on what is going on in their world that is causing them a little bit of pain or a lot of pain and bring them through that solution. I love it. That That's so insightful. Uh, Chris, I'd like to ask you about, you know, we've been doing this 25, 30 years. And in the last 25, 30 years, I don't know that I've ever seen a market like we've experienced over the last 24 months, a global pandemic, the world uh, turned upside down. Yet you and JPAR Real Estate have continued to thrive and grow. How did that happen? Did that happen by accident? Did that happen by design? Was that servant leadership? And and how did you coach your agents through uh, the, the last 24 months? No, that's a great question. I so. We have grown by, I think, uh, our brokerage over the last 24 months. Well, I mean, talk about infinite growth, right? I guess almost. Um, But fastest growing brokerage in Houston um, for several of those months, month over month, year over year. Uh, And I think the way that happened, well, I, I would be remiss if I didn't give credit where credit's due first and foremost, but um, you have to listen mm-hmm. and meet needs as a, as a leader. Servant leadership is about being in the trenches together. It's not about being a leader as much as it is about being a servant. And 
one thing that I know all of us have needed over the past 24 months is connection. And our business is all about connection. Our business is all about relationships. And when we can nurture those relationships in, at a very high level and stay engaged in spite of the forces that are uh, pulling us apart, so to speak, with, whether it be isolation from a pandemic or it be divisiveness or whatever it might be, when we can encourage one another and lift one another up and build channels to connect, uh, then, then we're going to thrive from it. And uh, there's so many people, I think, you, you, what I've seen in our market, and it's probably in yours and probably across the United States, we have this divide that's happening because of what's happened over the past 24 months in our industry, where you have brokerages and agents who have just not succeeded. They've, they've kind of had this stagnant or negative growth, and then you have others who have just started to skyrocket. And uh, it, what I believe that's doing, it's, it's leading to a f more rapid consolidation in the industry. Right. Um, and so fast forwarding everything, it's about staying engaged and providing an environment where your people can stay engaged with one another and with their clients, uh, including uncovering inventory, et cetera, et cetera. You don't stop just because uh, there, there are, um, uh, roadblocks in your path. We have great technology. We have all this stuff that can keep us connected regardless. I mean, look at you and I, we're talking here on Zoom. Right. Um, this has been a phenomenal tool. Um, so really, I would attribute our growth to um, exact, doing for our agents exactly what we want them to do for the consumer and that serve them and make sure they have connection and uh, they can, they can uh, tap in. I mean, I do coffee with Chris every every Monday through Thursday uh, from 9 to 10 a.m. Been doing that since uh, March uh, 15th, right. I believe, mm -hmm. of 20, um, 2020, two days before really our, our state got shut down. Um, and it came out of a necessity to stay connected. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that is a huge contributing factor to what your growth has been as well as what our growth has been. We stay engaged and we keep going because this is what we do, yeah. right? Well, I think what I heard you say, to say it maybe another way, is you control what you can control. You control the controllables and the rest is like, okay, what, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna be resourceful? How am I gonna serve? How am I gonna continue to solve problems for a profit? That's basically what I heard you say is be resourceful. That's it. You have to be uh, just a reminder to everybody that may be listening to this. And you, know, you guys probably already know this, but I think it's paramount. What happens to you is not the, the equation. Your circumstance is not the equation. It's what you do with your circumstance that equals the outcome. Oh. And so you, you can't leave one or the other. Both contribute to the outcome. And so uh, even if you throw your hands up and you try and remove your response to a circumstance from the equation, you can't because you exist. Right. So throwing your hands up is the response that equals the outcome. So no matter what, how we respond to what comes at us is everything yeah. is what produces the outcome.
Well, speaking of that and speaking of outcomes, as we head into 2022, you know, some of the leading indicators say, you know, we're going to continue to have a uh, shortage of inventory for sale, uh, things like that. How are you coaching uh, your agents and your team to continue to thrive in the new year? Yeah, so that's a that shortage of inventory thing is huge. Um, a couple of approaches that we've decided to take in in Houston is we uh, we've created a certification course for our agents here that uh, uh, certifies them on how to find um, and identify and represent um, large single family flip buyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so investment property, right? That's a good way to uncover inventory especially with all the stuff going on with forbearance coming to, to, to fruition and the, the results of forbearance coming to light. Um, that's going to be one good place to uncover inventory. Uh, another place that we've gotten them focused on, we've created a certification course for builders as well. New construction has begun to really ramp up, right? And, uh, and so uh, at least new start permitting and development plans are um, I think going to you're going to see them catch up with demand over the next 12 to 18 months Mm -hmm. at least that's the thing I'm hearing and so uh, we want to ride that wave of catching up with the demand right it's it's about churn in the marketplace that's where we get paid and so capitalizing on new sticks on the ground new lots being taken down by builders and being that preferred provider for them to uh, to go out into the marketplace is one thing I think all agents should focus on in 2022. It's huge inventory right yeah, there. I would agree. Well, as we kind of wrap up this episode, you know, we have 40 amazing entrepreneurial leaders like you across the JPAR nation and 26 states. What's it like to be part of a powerful group of, of influential industry leaders like yourself? It's phenomenal. Uh, so the collaboration that is here, the masterminding that gets created and the sharing of best practices, uh, across JPAR nation is absolutely phenomenal. What I, what I think is so amazing is, um, what's being built here, uh, by everybody that's, uh, being a part of it and benefiting from it is a solid, sustainable, long-term business model that rewards those who contribute to it. And we have semblances of something like that across the industry, but nothing really that is doing that very thing. And so this isn't, hey, we're going to give you some shares here, there, or the other. This is, hey, you want to contribute? You're an entrepreneur. You're going to get back. I think the the model that we have here um, is really just taking off and it's just phenomenal. So I, I'm absolutely uh, phenomenally blessed to be a part of it. Yeah, and we're blessed as well. And so you can check us out at jpar.com or if you're an associate looking for a new home, jparready.com. Head over to jparready.com and check out any of our amazing uh, uh, independently owned and operated uh franchisees all across the JPAR nation. Well, Chris, any last words of wisdom as we wrap up this episode? Create gratitude everywhere you go. That's how you bring value to the marketplace. There you go. I love it. That's the quote of the episode. Well, that's a wrap for this uh, time together. Until we see you again, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears.